the Happy Hour Podcast with your host, Joel Fleischman. Hello, welcome to the Joel Fleischman episode number 22 already. Happy Hour, Chris, the Chris Middleton Podcast. Happy Hour <laughs> Podcast. Cash. Cash money. Here we have two of my friends, Jason Vanderkin, Ryan Walsh. Uh, tell them what you do, where you work. Uh, I'm a dis- I'm the head dispatcher, lead dispatcher up at our Q location. Um, same job title in Campbellsport, Campbellsport Yard. So, Dispatcher Podcast. Let's yes, bring sir. it together. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers boys. Cheers. What are we drinking today? What do you got here? This is a little bit of old Hello Milwaukee. American Lager Beer. What company is it made from? I don't know, but it's Milwaukee pretty good. Craft beer. I like lagers. Pretty good. I got this from a good friend of mine named Dar Gurgi, who is uh, Materna's Services. Materna's. And I coach with him. He gave me this. For Sounds like Arvita Sabonis. It's got to be MKE or something, right? Why doesn't it say where it's from? It's annoying. Indeed. Indeed Brewing Company. Out of Milwaukee, I assume. I hope. Beer if it's not. Sure. It's good, man. It's really good. Mm. Enjoy it. It's a little lighter. It's got some cream to it, though. I enjoy that. It's got some uh, creamy flavor. It's better than the bush lattes you've been having. Man, time's been tough. Cold right? <laughs> yeah. Cold yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, well, right. you know, it's, uh, I think for you guys, especially because you guys are kind of legacy guys, mm-hmm. when did you start? How do we know each other? You know, what's the backstory? So, uh, well, Ryan, you go first. Me first. Okay. Um, well, I got hired uh, by EB. What What year? 2012 or 2012, 2012 okay. or 13. Right, okay. You still feel like a newbie to me. I know. I, that's, I guess that's so it's almost that 10 years. It seems like so long ago, like a different lifetime ago, to be honest with you. Um, got hired to be a driver um, in the Campbellsport yard and kind of hit it off with, you know, EB and guys like Butch and we had guys like Joe Rettler in the yard back then. And what, were you doing, what were you doing before that? I don't even know. Well, I was Weren't you a landscaping or college something? graduate oh. with unemployed, but um, I was actually painting houses. That was a, that's, again, we talk about sometimes Joel being different. Joel was not in a calm, relaxed Joel way when you got hired. It took me a long time to, to meet you and to know your name. Yeah. You got, you got hired around the time of Aaron. Yes. And I could Aaron not me tell. And me the, and Aaron were like the, right around the same time. I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. I mean, it was like a long time. Like, I didn't get to know people on a real level. Like, I was just always busy. Yeah, the busy. thing. Does that make sense? Did you have, you know that about me? Absolutely. I mean, back then it was like. That was a different world. It was super. I'm, I'm, I don't want to, like, offend you, but it was, you were an intimidating type of person back then. And Albert was around all the time. And, man, it was so, it was so different in Campbellsport and. I mean, just thinking about the tiny little lunchroom yeah. we had for all those guys. No, I was super intimidating, oh, and, yeah. I didn't, and I didn't care. You didn't mince like, words. We needed to get you, shit you still, done. You still don't mince words, but especially back then, you were not. I don't think I had the love component with it. I think I thought I did, but <laughs> I didn't. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I didn't yeah. realize how intense I was. Like, I just thought everybody was that fired up, or I needed everybody to get that fired up, and I didn't realize that that was, came across no, the wrong but way. I, I think that was that's a good thing. Like, you, obviously, you still do, but you took it very seriously back then, and you wanted you wanted us to understand what we were getting involved in, I think, and it took, I think, even a while for me to grasp um, 
what was being asked of me at the time. Um, but I think now we do it with love. Yeah, Before absolutely. we did it with like pressure. Yeah, prep. Yeah, oh, like get how cool sure. this is. Get how awesome this is. Yeah, Let's work sixty I mean, hours yeah, and be grumpy. And the culture from yeah. then till now, it was you're going to be here five to five. We have all this stuff to get done. Yeah, we're going to be here till it gets done. And that hasn't changed. Now we obviously have grown to the point where and changed. I mean, that's one of our core values: change for sure and balance and all that. And we can get it done in forty hours now. So. But Has yeah, that been a big deal to you? Oh, yeah. Un- unbelievably huge deal. And I know Butch would echo my sentiment there, um, being young fathers or new, newish fathers anyways, having, um, you know, little ones at home and, you know, you know how the wife is, like, when are you going to be home and all that stuff. And I, Yeah, the texts start coming in quick, right? Like, <laughs> hey, I got my hands full here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's It's been... It, I, I don't really have good words for it. It just it's awesome. We well, started in camel sport. Then you and I went to Kiel together. Actually. Yeah, actually, me, me and is Butch. this the end of Ryan's story? Or are we? Um, go, go well, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we All went right. to Kiel. So you were where before O twelve? Where were you working? I had graduated from UWM in twenty ten. A degree in what? Communication. Oh really? I didn't even yeah. know that. Wow. So, yeah, uh, degree in communication from Milwaukee and. <laughs> You know, 2010 wasn't exactly a uh, banger, banger, banger hiring time yeah. or even a couple of years after. Right. So I kind of went back to my summer job that I was doing. And actually, um, I worked with Smokey here in Eldred um, at, at that painting place. And he's yeah. like, hey, Drexel's hiring. I'll put in a good word for you. So that's so this wasn't your long-term plan, I have a feeling. No. Right, you're I, like, it's good enough for now. I didn't even have, I didn't have a plan. Right. I just knew Drexel was a good company. Um, Working in a lumberyard sounded like yeah, I think I can hack. I think I can hack that. Yeah. And turns out I could, and I can. And so speed things up. You're sorry. Yeah. What, no, what no, you're, you're okay, you're, so you're, you're bridging the gap. Go ahead. Go for yeah. it. Well, yeah, I, I started in 08, and uh, I lost my house. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, take over. Go, go. go. I'm gonna take yeah. over here, buddy. Um, yeah, 08, lost my house. It got done. Construction was bad at that time, but you guys are screaming, and I worked part time while I was laid off a couple times. I worked part-time in the yard for Nate Dog up there, Nate Sipple, and uh, I just loved it, fell in love with it. Month, you called me, you're like, hey, how about you want a full-time job? And I'm like, yep. So I jumped aboard there in 08. I called you? Yeah, you called me. What were you doing? Did you apply? Um, No, I did not apply. How did I know you? I was a kick-ass worker for you in Kiel. You met me. Part-time? Part-time. I worked for Jim Panko out of Plymouth. Oh yes, yeah. You were working for Panko, and then, yep, and then that yep, didn't work I was out. For and Panko. so you were just kind of, we were just paying you like, it wasn't cash, but it was kind of like cash, like good enough for now type thing. <laughs> yeah, it was peanuts. It was like twelve. It was beer money. How, much, how much money do you think an hour? Well, I know what it was. It was ten bucks an hour. Oh man, grinding, yeah. <laughs> grinding. Yeah, but I needed it. And that was in oh what? That was oh eight. Yeah, ten bucks an hour, but yeah. overtime, so twelve bucks an hour overtime. But you remember oh eight, man? Oh, you couldn't, bucks an hour you couldn't find a job in oh eight because of the crisis. Straight up. Straight it was real. crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. So you guys gave a shot at me, and then uh, I was. So in we the didn't even offer you full time. You're like, just drive for ten bucks an hour. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. It was Benny Plokar and I were riding around. Yeah, straight beer money. That's all it was, yeah. man. So you were with Ben Plokar. Shout out to Ben. Yes, shout out Benny. So I, you had to come down to Campbellsport, or did I come up? Do you remember? You came up. No, 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 no. You called me. I was working for Panko. I was on a job. It was actually Thanksgiving morning of '08. You called me and offered me a job because we needed at that time. Our Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, it was. Th- I was an intimidating dude. Like, who does that? Shit. Well, that's why I was like, this guy's nuts. I can work for him. <laughs> it's, it's Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving morning. I'll never forget it. Honest, yeah. honest to God. 
And uh, yeah, I came up. I would have been married for eight years. My son would have been four, and I would have had uh, no. Yeah, my son would have been a four, and I would have had a four-year-old and a two-year-old to relate to that as a young dad. Ah. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still crazy, but you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's I started in Kiel, then I went into cabinetry, and that just wasn't a thing for me. So let's explore that just a second, right? So that's yeah. like you act like that's not a big deal. Right, so I it's, knew Butch, a great yeah. guy, good dude. Didn't totally talk you into it, but did not talk you into it, which is, that's what we do. Like, I, I think it's important for us at Drexel to find people that could be do whatever they want in our company mm-hmm. and say, hey, go for it. Because not everybody sees themselves that way. So how'd that happen? How'd you get into cabinetry? Like, what were you doing? How'd that work? How that worked was, I thought, I've installed some cabinets here and there. How hard can it be, right? right. I can put the slacks on every day. And I this can is put what the- year? This would have been like late nine, early ten. I okay. wasn't in the yard very long, and I, I, I decided that it just wasn't a fit. I mean, it was it was putting the slacks on, but the, the little details that just it killed me and it killed my bottom line. And I, I love the sales aspect of and talking to people and getting to know people. That was great, but just the it just the little things. It just my brain wasn't wired at that time for the right. little things. And yeah, then I went back. And so you could have easily lost Butch, right? Like a lot of companies, like, hey, cabinets didn't work, you're gone, bro. Yeah. That's... Or you could have been an ego ride, right? Saying, hey, dude, I failed. I have to go somewhere else. Right? And, I, right? I did... and it's a God thing. You just got to go where God treats you, right? You, you know so what? we got lucky there. I, and really. I also got to thank Beth Pouch. Beth, shout out. Um, she was like my second mom in cabinetry. She was Beth. Still is everybody's second mom. Come yeah, down. she's the best. And and I remember when, I, when she asked me, she's like, do you think this is your career? And I, I'm like, I was trained, and I'm like, no, Beth. I, I yeah, just you looked like hell. I, I yeah, I wasn't in a good spot. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna call Joel, and I really, she's like, do you want to stay? And I'm like, well, of course, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, she, she called you, and yeah, let's call up EB. Yeah, let's get him down here. And I can't thank her enough for all that help. You know, that's uh, she's got a special place. Always have a special place in my heart for sure. So went and worked for EB. Met this dude, Joe. Shout out Rattler. Love you, man. And. Uh, had some fun. We had a lot of fun, but we got shit done. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And we all kind of just sprouted from there. Which That's is cool. What it, a great story. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, right, Walsh? Oh yeah. So a little bit about your day, right? Not everybody holding you know what a dispatcher is? I do not. You no clue? No. If you had a guess, what is a dispatcher duties? Sounds like uh someone who works for the police. Put your hands on so they can hear you on the pod. It sounds like someone who works for the police. Yeah, and does what? Talks to people who need help. Cool. That's what they do at Drexel. Yeah. So, no, I guess tell them what a dispatcher is. Someday if you grow up and be really, really cool, you maybe can be a dispatcher. So go ahead. What what does it do? What's like, what would you consider what your day-to-day is? Tell me something like together. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, but what is it actually? Actually, Besides this big uh, picture thing. It's putting loads together for trucks and our customers. So somebody gets a deli- somebody yeah. has an order up. It's like a it's like you work at a restaurant. Okay. Order up. Somebody's got to serve the you know schedule it, find the table, sequencing. It's like between a host and like a the chef guy. I don't know the, the, not the chef because the, the meal gets prepared. They just sort the loads out. So expediter. how many deliveries? What? Expediter. If that's what you guys call it, yeah, it sounds like the expediter. So how many deliveries you do in a day? Uh, like peak season, we're up over a hundred a day at a Camelsport, and that all runs through your fingers. Every single so one, yeah. You control the trucks, yep. and and how about in Keel? 
We're at 60, probably. So you're doing all your free time. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you, get paid, nice you get paid 40% more? Yeah, no. But wow, you don't worry about it. We, we fill our time. Don't worry. It's funny that you ask about Butch and what he does or what he, you know, he usually didn't have a ton of free time. Um, the whole batch invoicing thing now mm-hmm. and kind of our roles as dispatchers is so what's batch invoicing slightly mean? changing which one you want to take down batch drexel lingo batch invoicing yeah warning warning we gotta have like a shout out when it's like a drexel lingo yeah, you thing. should have a sign a blue, a yeah, blue neon yeah, light yeah. that goes you got, off it's better at editing <laughs> so the the batch invoicing is basically it just uh it takes all of our invoices for, away from what is it, ap right our yeah. ap some same thing. accounts payable team shout out and then uh, receivable team, not accounts payable, but yes, the AR team. Okay, so the AR team taking a lot away from them. So basically, at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, it's going to take the Monday's invoices and blast it out. So it's going to be one giant. So blend. take things from an order which yep. had not been billed yet. So like for you guys to be the waitresses and waiters have an order, okay. someone has to make that into an invoice, right, and put it in the computer system. Yeah. Automatically, computer driven, one button, boom. 100 deliveries, 60 deliveries, sorry, right? Yeah, totally, absolutely. At least, at least. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's deliveries. There might be five tickets on a delivery, so yes. it might be 150 tickets. One click, done. Done. Takes a, it used to take a accounts receivable person perhaps a day to do that, which right. was very, take the order, modify, order, modify. So. Yeah, it just, again, it's, it's saving time. It's just it's being efficient. Right. Efficient. And when we save time, we bring value to the builder. Oh, for sure. Because we can drive our costs down, we can control that, and, and things. Absolutely. The more free time we have, the more we can make an impact to the builder, to customers. You know, it's funny too, Joel. Going just back to uh, when you asked how many deliveries we do a day, and he's, you know, like hundred to sixty. We used to pride ourselves on we take eighty, we take eighty loads out. Well, that number's gone down because of efficiencies that we've created. We're not making multiple trips to job sites. It's true. We used to we used to track deliveries. Yeah, and then a, there was a light bulb moment for me or somebody that was like, EB. it's not about deliveries. It's about the value that we put on the truck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give a shout out to Hancock. Over in Maine, yep. they gave us that idea. Okay. Like, who cares? I mean, I mean, they were very good to the you know, round tables have some value uh, of these national round tables that we used to do. Uh, they were like, well, who gives a crap how many deliveries you go? What's on it? Like, I don't know. Just chuck stuff on a truck and fly. Yeah, exactly. Go back to the same subdivision we were there just 20 minutes ago. Didn't care at all. And we we're, we're we super fortunate in, in this era of Drexel and our sort of this age. We have technology, we have our logistics program, job site mobile. Um, obviously, when guys like me and Butch started, we had a delivery logbook that the sales guy would come back, sign in the delivery, and paper copies of tickets, paper copies of tons taxes. of lumberyards still do that. Right? I, I Again, can't. For, for I just, that, I can't how do you profitable? I just how, I, don't, I don't get it. Right. Yeah. So I mean, basically, the dispatcher would have to remember what was going on all day long via yeah. you know scratch paper notes or looking back into the logbook. Yeah. Um, Kind of keeping track of who had what, what time they were going to be back. I remember now it's those all days. on this. Now it's all bam right on real time. Our driver's phone. We have a. I got two com- computer screens, you know, three feet long of all of our deliveries God all day you. long. We can track it all. So, just thinking about where we were and where we've come now, you know, where we're going to be, you know, seven, eight, nine years from now is it's pretty mind blowing to think about. It's going to be so cool. It it's going to be awesome. It's actually it's really it fun. is. And the coolest thing is that you know those ideas don't come from Joel. Right. They, don't, they come from you guys, they come from the drivers, they come from everybody, so it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
So batch invoicing, you're the only location that has it? Correct. Right now, yes. Um, we're going to bring it out to Columbus next week. It's going to be first. Okay. EB and I are going down there. He's going to take they're one We're getting day. a yard dog. What's that? They're no getting, way. Yes. So Keith Batenhorst is, is getting a puppy. On Monday, he starts the shoe. Uh, the puppy's coming right to Drexel, and its name's Kobe. And uh, he's got a puppy, and I signed off on it. That's a, you know, intense. Keith is intense as I used to be, and there's no calming him down for at least a decade till he gets wiser, probably. I thought, man, what a great way to bring an intensity of a yard down than a yard puppy. Boy, and he's going to grow up and live there. Like, that's a commitment that we have a yard mascot. How cool is, is that? That's awesome. Is it actually, like, going to live there? Yeah, well, not, like, he's going to take it home at night. But, like, Monday through Friday, yeah, he's going to live there. He's going to, like, grow up there. Did he really name it Kobe after your dog or after Kobe? Right. So he didn't know my day, dog's name was Kobe. Really? Should, come on. Yeah, yeah. She named him LeBron. So he was going to no. name it. So he was <laughs> going to name it. I'll be real transparent. Sorry, Keith, if you're listening. He was going to name it Thor because he's, like, the most testosterone guy I ever met. Of course, his dog name needs to be Thor. <laughs> right. Like, just have a normal dog name. You carry a hammer around? <laughs> yeah. Right. But then he realized this girl that just, that, sorry if she's listening, a girl that broke up with him. He's always going to remember that because it was a Marvel movie thing, you know, right? Yeah. So then he's like Obi for like out of bounds or overboard. Overboard. So he's going to name it Obi, and everybody's like Obi Wan Kenobi. And he's Obi-Wan. like, oh my God, I never thought of that. So then he just, and he's actually been doing these things spontaneously. I give him tons of credit, Mr. Analytical himself. So yeah. it's Kobe, Mamba. Yep, it's named after the Mamba. Love it. Kobe. R.I.P., buddy. R.I.P., R. I. P. bro. Cobes. I do shoot paper into the garbage. Once a day, Kobe, Kobe style. That's, do you say Kobe? Oh yeah. Do you think kids will always say Kobe? Do you think so? Holden, do you say Kobe? Yeah, I say Kobe. Gotta say Kobe. Like it's just, it's just like a muscle, or it's just natural. Now. Kobe. Sabonis was the best basketball player of all time. Who? Arvidas Sabonis. Arvidas Sabonis. You don't know who Arvidas Sabonis is? is? Demontis. Plays for the Pacers. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. And who the Bucks should have drafted instead of? Yes. Uh, Thon Maker. Yes. I was wrong. I thought Thon Maker was an XKG, and he wasn't. <laughs> Doesn't, he have a Doesn't he have a little brother coming out? A, a maker. maker. Isn't yeah, it? It, it, it is Maker. 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 And he's yeah. like, I think Money he's maker. number one overall recruit. He's oh, good. of course, because he's so big. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Okay, so we got a lot of topics. Yep. Not yep. a ton of time. Yep. As always, these things go fast. Uh, Butch actually had a th- couple things we have to hit on. So, COVID. Um, COVID. COVID, you want to do COVID? You were curious about COVID, aren't you? Yeah, and it's only right now, make sure you guys don't forget. Yeah, but you're kind of, like, but in your yeah. brain, you kind of want to hear all this goes. Yeah. I could tell. You're excited. So, Joel hasn't done a lot of COVID, Joel, in my opinion, news lately. I'm off of, I do do a Facebook post. I've done, like, two or three Facebook posts on COVID. Ooh. I just jump on and do my post and get off because I feel people need the knowledge of it. Yep. Because my word for the day is, or year is delete. I'm not on Facebook, not on Twitter, not on Instagram, as a lot of you know, um, which is uh, funny and fun that i'm doing it so i like it good good for a while honest to god like you're in the you know crapper sorry pam Um, she hates that whatever every guy is every guy is if your wife does yeah yeah yeah. right you're like you don't know what to do literally when you're tired it hits you like i gotta scroll yeah you don't have to scroll so i I do google no and it's like so it's i don't miss it you know what i don't miss anything no, and you don't have these weird, jealous, weird, whatever emotions of like, oh, look what little Jimmy, fucking, we should get a snowmobile. Yeah, yeah. All that yeah. shit that happens. Yeah. You know, I get like, it. Why don't we have a snowmobile? Look at it every weekend. Or you're like, oh, that chick from high school, she's such a, she's still a bitch. You know, I don't. <laughs> I just love Rattler's take on fantasy football, your, your, your guys' dynasty football and 
every week it's a it's a retweet of one of the next coming players who's like a yeah. sophomore in college. Yeah. And it's oh, like, I missed the fun part about Twitter. What's your take on winning a fantasy football league, having $15 buy-in and no one pays you? What's that? $15 buy-in? You break some legs. It could be any buy-in, but they don't pay you. So it's your fault as a commissioner because you get the money when you set up the league. How do you know as a commissioner? Because that's why you... Why why would you ever ask? Why would you ever ask? That is him. He's the worst commissioner of all time. Worst commissioner of all time. You pay at draft date or you're not in the league. It's easy. Gosh. Drink to that. That's on you. Be better. Be better. Back to COVID. Yeah, anyways, we haven't even started COVID. So, where are you guys at? So, let's do recent Wisconsin news. Now, this is going to be, you know, in a few weeks, this is going to be past everybody. But right now, we're down 85%. No one in the media talks about that. We're down 85%. The last two days, yesterday, we were at 423 cases. Today, we were at 633. Historically low. 80-some people in the ICU units feel bad for all of them. I have a good friend, Bo Coulter, 44 years old, cousin of mine, good athlete in decent condition. Bo, you're a little overweight. Hey, I know that. 40 days in the hospital. 40 days in the hospital. Died twice. His wife was called in to say last rites. Lived through it. Still not back to work. Has no idea when he's going to get back to work. It can be very, very, very serious for some people. Mm -hmm. I totally Mm -hmm. get that. Mm -hmm. However, the overreaching mandates by our government and then I, I just had talk. Now, now I'm on a rant. Yeah, I just, had, right. I just had talk news on yesterday. Never sent a talk news. I'm in Amherst for the shoot, driving back, going after Ivy, yada, yada, yada. Nothing comes in around freedom. Uh, not freedom, uh, Fremont. And uh, get on 620 for like six seconds. They're talking about, hey, after you get vaccinated, what are you going to do? No shit, Grandma Barge. I don't know what her name is. She's 70. She calls in. Hey, and she seemed like a nice old lady. She's literally like, even after vaccination, I'm going to wear my mask, and if I get together with my family, it's going to be outdoor social distancing. I wanted to kill her or give her a hug. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Once you're vaccinated, it should be, the CDC's like, well, don't celebrate if you're vaccinated. No, no, it's the opposite. It should be like, so, bro, I'm va- yeah. grandma's vaccinated. Live your freaking life. Like, Man, first it was two weeks. First it was two weeks to slow the spread. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks. We're now in 11 and a half months. And then it was like, okay, fine. We'll all wait for the vaccination, which is mind-blowing a year ago. Mm-hmm. We would have never did it if they would have just Works told me. us that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, well, even after vaccination, you know. I mean, don't you want to just be safe? There's always going to be somebody in mass now, I swear. I haven't followed Wisconsin's numbers in so long. I, I haven't All either. winter. I, I, had, I contracted COVID in October. Same. You? February of last year. Honest to God. Before, February of last sure. year before the... Stuff conspiracy in theory. Yeah, I, I contracted it, gave it to my yeah. family. We were all thanks, George Steffes. Yeah, same. My whole family had super, it too. Super. Did you separate in the house? No. Nope. Literally, my wife is raging with COVID, and then she's sleeping next to me, and she's like, I'm "Like, well, if I get, yeah, two days yeah, later." No, by the time I figured, I lost my sense of smell. And same. Like, I got it. Crazy and fact: My wife still does not taste or smell to this it, day. The and lingering it's, effects are—it's are from really April weird. of last year. My she smell, had. Wow. the lingering effects. Kind of, the, this thing is so crazy. My it's smell is—it's iffy, but I don't smell poop diapers, which is a good thing in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pros and cons there. Right. I oh, lost. I wanted to sit in a poopy diaper. That's her fault. You know, I mean, she's got to see something. <laughs> I lost everything, <laughs> and then I, I spice. I spice everything now like crazy. I, I would love to know what hot set. I would love to know what hot spices sales are up. I bet they're oh, through yeah. the moon. Yeah. I bet they're Bitcoin. They're yeah. like through the roof. 
Because everybody's putting stuff on it. Yeah. Doggy. Yeah, yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. So, anyways. I, I think that, you know, I... Where are you guys at? I'm yeah. over it. I... What does over it mean? I feel... Where do you wear a mask? If I go into a grocery store, I'll still put my handkerchief on. I quit the grocery store. I read that I quit post the church. of yours, and I, I read that post of yours about that. You got to be like this. I mean, it's one person at yeah. a time to fight this, I swear. I... I, I yeah. I wear it in there, and I, I I respect. So you only wear it at the grocery store. How comical is that, honestly? Right? Like it that's is. the place to wear it. I know. I know. I no, no, it's not your fault. I respect what everybody. I respect people that are super, um, you know, cautious or yeah. I have concerns, afraid. But I, I think a lot of that fear is the media, and if you're on your phone all the time, you're you're watching the news. Then the lead story still tonight on. Channel 4 News is going to be COVID and numbers. And, and, and how and bad it is. Never how good it is. Yes. Like, Super. Like, I get it. I get it. It's, it's really, really it's bad. Good. You don't have it's your smell. Good. Your wife doesn't have your taste. Mm-hmm. I, myself, you know, whatever. I had lingering effects. I've known people in the hospital. It's really bad. People die. It's, yeah, That they're totally. so negative every single stinking night. And they just find random numbers somewhere. They pull a like, random bad number. From what you, the numbers you were just saying, it. That is a vast improvement over. Wouldn't October. that be a celebration? Five point eight million yeah. people. Yeah. A thousand people in our state had it over the last well, two days. Well, by now, comical. By now, you figure with a, a vaccine here, and it's here. The vulnerable are should be vaccinated, or you know, yeah. pretty quick here. I mean, within um, days. Herd immunity is. They're down to teachers being vaccinated. Also, pretty close. Like Butch, you think you had it in February? I know a lot of people that traveled, whether it was Las Vegas or Jared's office. Yeah, or internationally, you know, so, last winter and early early spring, and before it was like oh COVID. So we're almost at zero cases in Drexel. Very rarely do we have a case. Actually, I, I would love to know if we're at herd immunity uh, because I believe we've had huge hits of it, mm-hmm. um, I, like everybody. But I believe we're at herd immunity, or damn close. I so I mean, if everyone would just, so think about it, if everyone just did what Drexel did, would we be at herd immunity in the country? And again, we had this huge spike and things were horrible. But I don't think the mask could have stopped. I don't think anything could have stopped it. Right. You know, that's proven through through what we did at Drexel. I mean, we didn't have the mask mandate like a lot of places did. Um, and you know, I can say for Keel, we didn't really have a big issue at all. You know, people got it. It happened. Nobody died. Everybody was in pretty decent shape. So thank God. Thank God, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's move along. Let's, you know, f- f- yeah, let's talk about Butch, what do you yeah. want to tell the people? You're, you're, I know you're here to say something, and you haven't said it yet. Live your damn life. I mean, come on. Don't be told what to do. COVID's not going away. It's no. like, it, what do they call that when something is, it's a, it's endemic now. It's like the flu. It's just a virus. It's, it's, a, it's, it's always be been a virus. Yeah. It's going to be it's here living. now. My real fear and it's going to happen, so it's not even a fear. The reality is, anything that spikes up now, you're going to be a mask. That's, that's anything. What the swine me. flu. Um, it's, a, it's a heavy flu season. Like they're going to say, "Well, we got to be healthy." And I think I still go back to it's the fear of not believing in Jesus Christ and God. They're just so damn scared of diving, and they have to extend their life no matter at what cost. I need to extend my life because I don't believe in eternal life. The other thing, I, that's my about, Jesus rant. Sorry. People die every day. Feel super fortunate about that. I don't think everybody in the country or in the state has been is we we've been cranking busy we've had awesome we've been beyond blessed beyond blessed beyond blessed and i know when shit was kind of hitting the fan in march and april and are they going to shut us down are they not going to shut us down and we were we kind of 32 32 hour work weeks i didn't take the 32s scale back i didn't take yeah 
helping in vans and running loads. We had I didn't take half a, the office. I didn't take a paycheck for two months. Yeah, I mean, I survived it. Talk about I'm okay. Talk about leadership right there, and that that type of stuff goes a long way with like the guys in the yard, like oh Joel's Joel's on board, and then they see you running a load, or you know we had people don't think I can drive flitter, the truck or drive had, a forklift. I'm like <laughs> I've done this, jerks. Well, you, you, they think you can drive, but they don't know how well. I mean, yeah. uh, it can't be pretty historically. Yeah. Didn't you even roll a van once? I've never rolled a van. Historically, okay. though, working here, there's no one that's ever had more accidents. That's absolutely the truth. Than you? I've smashed so many trucks when I was here. Smashed. Straight <laughs> up. Smashed. Ah. And I couldn't drive stick. Like, how you learn stick shift, everything was stick when we worked here, is you literally drove around the yard and learned stick. Yeah, that's how I, I did. That. Yeah. It was just <laughs> So I'd be just at a stop sign, and it'd be like my third day with my license. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know how many sheets of OSB have been lost right at this Four Corners in Camelsport? Because the tailgate would well, the tailgate would be open the pickup truck, and it wouldn't be strapped down, so you would yeah. just clunk, and then them sheets of OSB would just come out like a deck of cards, yeah. and you'd pick them up. <laughs> I've done that before, huh? So we, you know, we didn't strap down. I don't know if this has ever been told, but we, we didn't strap down shingle loads. Did you guys know that? Shout out Paul Seymour. Yes, for the lenient strapping. I, yeah, so we didn't strap down shingle loads. Uh, unless maybe it was far. Well, where were they going to go? They're shingles. Well, well, how far did you go at that yeah, time? Like, everything was like... Was far. You think yeah, like when you ask them? Yeah, yeah, like 15 miles. Like okay. if Jackson was like a yeah. was a gravy run was Jackson. Fond du Lac was like a money run. Like, oh, wow, I get to go to Fond du Lac. It's crazy. Yes. Maybe stop at Tucker's. No, that was a crazy... But we would be... So, like, literally, like, you guys worked in a frantic pace. It was way worse even, like, in the uh, 90s. Who was it with you? Who was with Dick you? Dick Doorknocker, Jay Enright, Scott Rosenthal, EB. That was about it. And then some part-time... CJ was in the yard. He was my boss. He was, like, a year older than me. So he was in college. I was in high school. So he was, like, this veteran part-timer. Yeah. Right? So the, it was, the decision was made how busy we were if we were going to strap or not. <laughs> like, ah, we're good. We got to get this one out. <laughs> Or one strap. It was like, is it a one strapper or a two strapper? Seriously. Uh, so, anyways, quick story. Yeah. Saturday morning, probably my when it was when we used to do heavy shingles on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. heavy hangovers as well. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure hangover day. Pretty sure hot. Pretty sure I always got the shingle deliveries because I had to drive in with my father, who knew I was hungover. Shout out to my dad, who doesn't watch these, I don't think. But. Um, <laughs> So I'm going over to Heine Hafferman's. It's a, a huge corner when you go to um, Mothy Lake. There's a big curve there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge curve. So this is like my second, this is like my last shingle run. It's like 10 a.m. and we close at noon. So I got to get out there maybe to Beachwood and back, I think. So I'll never forget. Not, because it wasn't, I mean, we couldn't have time to strap. I mean, it's a 10 o'clock load. It's my third shingle run. Go around the corner. Sure as shit, the shingles fall into that huge ditch right there. <laughs> Do we have no CBs? We have no phones. This is how old this is. No, cell phones. no communication and no CB. Then we finally got CBs. What year is this? Oh, gosh. 1994, right? A million years ago. 95. I don't know. How old were you? 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21, obviously, I was drinking. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, wait, yeah, right. Anyways, continue on. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Story 21. continues. Yes, thank so you. So there they are, the shingle slip. All you can do is, so I literally started picking them up. The bundles broke in this ditch. I'm picking up one shingle at a time and loading it on the truck. The, but this is the best start. So it's like, that's supposed to be like at 1030, I pull up, and again, this is one of them old-fashioned, eight guys drinking beer, gonna re-roof a guy's house, yeah, right? Yeah, Saturday yeah. morning, typically we've all been at those deliveries. Mm-hmm. So and I'm two hours late, right? They're losing their mind. I show up with a mound of shingles on my, a mound. 
Like, it's just a mound of shingles. That's all it was. It was two hours late. And I'm just ready to just die. I'm like, I can't. The sweat is... There's, like, no sweat left. Like, I'm so done. They're like, what? They're, like, so mad. They turn from so mad to being like, what the hell? I'm like, I, I, this is what... This is it. They, they fell off. Straps. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you had to, like, the shingle elevator, I had to, like, bring them up, like, ten shingles at a time. Yep. So it might have been 2 o'clock when I got back to the yard. Sure. And my dad's still sitting there. Like, what was going on? I'm like, we're going to start trapping the shingles. That's when we started trapping shingles. Good policy. That is awesome. That's a good Oh, point. I don't know where that went to. Good story. Oh, right. What about the train car? Remember the train car? You can yeah. see pictures of that. You don't. You weren't there for the train car. No, I wasn't, but I, I remember the story. Every, you, you send that email out, I don't know, every year or every other year. Yeah, there's like a blog post on yeah. that. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. No, no, Challenge. we don't have to, yeah, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah, there was a train... The train used to come through Camelsport. It went off the trail, off the off the racks, and it had lumber on it. My dad bought the car lumber. At 24 hours, we had to unload the lumber. It was enough it was lumber insane. for the entire year. It was like trust quality lumber. It was so cool. Um, it's like your dad getting like free beef for a year, but he had to go like gut the cows and butcher them in a day. <laughs> Basically, that's a good example. That's great. It's a good example. That's a good example. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so you guys are both on Culture Club. Yeah. Culture Club is interesting. What is it? What did you think it was? What is it? We have op- application process right now. Um, we just had coaches. We had our head coach tactical meeting. Drexel term. Yep, yep. Tacticals. They were like, hey, who's applying for Culture Club? What do you say that it is? And, you know, it gets beat up from time to time because it's nobody knows what you're doing. And so what is Culture Club? You're both on it. What did you, th- what did you think it was and what is it? Well, I remember the first iteration of the Culture Club. They made that video of, like, the music. Karma, uh, yeah. Karma Chameleon yeah. tune, yeah. whatever. So I thought, you know, maybe it was a little bit of that. And uh, this is, I'm actually up, my term's up at the end of March, I believe. Yeah, so you had two years so in. I had thank two you. years in. No, thank you. It's been, it's been completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Um, it's basically... What did you think? Like glitter and I rainbows? Thought, you know, or like parties and stuff. Yeah, like soft stuff, the like soft can, benefits, the cherry can, on top. We can have pizza parties in Campbellsport, I thought, you know, like. We'll like, put some I, signs like I get to plan and, some parties. Well, I mean, you know, not just to summarize, that's what I thought it was, but the first yeah, year. Yeah, here's what most people think. The first year we got in there and we were brainstorming over what are we going to do, and somebody brought up pain points, and we just ran with the pain points thing, and it kind of led to a lot of different things with perfect ticket mission and all this other stuff and then uh i mean it just kind of with every new batch of people we just kind of it kind of gets reinvented a little bit to uh kind of the underbelly of drexel culture and um you know what's really going on i'll give you my perspective until he gets yeah go ahead what did you think it was and what is it the glamour the the gifts i always thought you know when i first started christmas gift I'll be honest, I didn't really know what, like, I needed to bring to the table. I, I thought it was, like, gifts, like, Christmas gift, yeah. Like, that's exactly Which what Which is I part think. of your responsibility. Correct. Like that's yeah, do, you know, totally it is, but that's not it's, what it's all about. It's the about. sprinkles on the banana splits, right? It's yeah, it's, it's totally about the culture. Like, let's, let's be real. We're with each other all the time. Let's find pain points, let's find good points, and let's bring out the best of everybody. Um, the OTIF initiative is one thing that I'm passionate about, and we, we talked about that. We reset the bar on that this week, and I think it's going to reset the salt shaker, I guess, if you will. Stuff like that is one you know, culture club's meant for. Getting right. back, getting to the roots of, of our culture. I, I think it's, it's, what, 12 people? 
four, 16 now, maybe? Two per location, whatever that is. Yeah, 16, yeah. 18? Yeah. Um, I think what it's about, originally it was set up by me saying, hey, let's never make the company big. Your responsibility is to keep the company small. Yeah. That was the original, like, hold the culture dear to us, and I don't want to be in charge of it, so you guys are. That led, did lead to a couple years of having giving them a budget, and they would just flitter it away with the sprinkles, like extra sprinkles. Yeah. Well, that people quit all the time when you have the best world's best chili dinner, mm-hmm. pizza chili. party, right? That's no right. one really, really, right. really changes yeah. culture. Yeah. So I think to me, the gut of it is literally 16 to 18 people at a time for a two-year period is teaching them how hard culture is, mm-hmm. and that it's not about the sprinkles, and that if it was a good idea, somebody would have already had it. And it's the really saying what really is Drexel's problems and realizing you're empowered to fix it. I hope that's what people get out of it. And that does require, as you guys know, two or three times in every given year, Joel comes down from his high mm-hmm. pulpit, if you will, and gets involved in Culture Club and says, what in the hell are you guys what doing you guys over here? Yeah. We don't need basketball hoops and we don't need a budget for a Christmas party and a committee to set up a Christmas party. Like, what the a, hell are we doing? There was a push for the basketball hoop there for a while in campus board, I'm not going to lie. Uh, uh, you told the story, I think my first or second meeting, you told the story about, you know, the guy that's up to his neck in quotes and he just got screamed at by a customer and two account managers and then he gets the email that there's going to be uh, pizza, uh, you know, pizza tomorrow. Doesn't care about. I tell that at every shoe. Party. I tell that every shoe. I said. He cares about that. Have. Well, you know, I never hear this. Well, we have a, in the shoe. Like one of our core values is have fun, right? That's for sure. Yeah. So having fun is definitely bringing energy and having fun, but having fun is actually doing your boring routine job of working at a Drexel building supply or manufacturing Drexel systems, which is pretty mundane and boring. It is not that that glamorous. Uh, it's fun. It can be. We make it fun. Yeah. But so there is a fun aspect. But I, well, where I'm going with it is. Try to have fun when you're having a hell day, right? Try to have fun when somebody set you up to fail. Mm-hmm. So it really requires us to do our boring, residual, repeatable, easy, not super awesome, right? Enough to spruce ticket correctly, taking the right directions. I mean, you as a dispatcher know it better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Getting all the right permission on there the first time, that makes somebody's day better. And now I can have a chili cook-off and have fun. I had a delivery, I had the wrong address, I had the wrong material, I was forced to do a lot of extra work and it made me look and the company look really bad of a company that I love and adhere and the customer was really upset. Don't forget to vote for the chili cook-off yeah. winner, Butch. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I do this, I do this at every shoe. <laughs> yep. I'll be right in your break room, Culture Club. <laughs> right, so first of all, we have to, as Culture Club, we have to do all those issues and then we can throw it. The banana split, if the bananas are rotten, there's no, you know. Correct. The sprinkles yeah, don't taste very good. It's valid, yep, for sure. That's a Dairy Queen reference. Did you get that, Holden? Ooh. We don't put sprinkles on banana splits. Why? Why? We put sprinkles on banana splits. Everyone! Yeah. No, we should. The, the three yeah. balls. Yep. Banana, banana. Is it a real banana or is it like corporate yeah. banana? It's real bananas. With like, do you actually From open a banana up or the uh, banana, are the bananas pre? No, we cover bananas. They're from the pig. Ooh, wow. shit. I just worked the other day because we had bananas and So. And you only use them on the banana split? Bananas? And you yeah. use that for anything else at Dairy Queen? Banana blizzard. Yeah, banana split blizzard. Oh, yeah. Um, banana shake. Strawberry There's banana, banana shakes. So people order that cookie dough shakes. Like, you realize it's a blizzard, right? Like, yeah. You know, you know, you can't eat the hard, you can't drink the hard pieces, right? Yeah. Like, Is a shake cheaper? Are they cheating it? 
They're cheating. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're cheating. Mm-hmm. See? Maybe they're genius. That's my boss, Lacey. She's they're actually the smart. They're yeah. smart. Yeah. And then, so, you get the, the ball, ball, ball. Yep. Chocolate, strawberry, pineapple, banana, banana, whipped cream. <laughs> okay, those. You don't mix the chocolate. Oh, yeah, it's separate. Sorry. I haven't had a banana split in a long time. I'm having one. I'm having a banana Monday. split soon. You're going to get a franchise one. Are you working yeah. Saturday? 10 to 3, yeah. Oh, I'll be there. You're going to make me a banana split. Apparently no sprinkles. Back in the day, I, I just have to work Saturdays myself. <laughs> At Drexel or Dairy Queen? <laughs> Drexel. And I've never made a Dairy Queen banana split. I love banana splits. I'm having one totally. Crushing it. <laughs> Trust me, I will be there. I'm fired up. All right, so anything else you want to hit on a Culture Club? Um, Sign up. Get your ass signed up. It's really good, actually. Learn um, about the company. If you like yeah, the company, you'll like it more. I be, swear. Don't be afraid of the, the things you're going to learn and contribute. Don't be nervous to sign up. It's yeah. just, don't be nervous. And it is not the chili cook-off committee. Like, if you think it's yeah. like, well, I don't want to be in the chili guy. And even if you do, then sign up, and they'll tell you that it's not about that. Right. So we had a little initiative. Oops. I believe at Culture Club, hey, we get way too many emails. Yeah. Starting Monday, right when the pod drops probably, check this out. So this thing's called Currents. It's already going. Um, you probably won't be able to see it. So no more team. E- you'll never get a team email, team blue email again. Think how many you get. It's got to be 15 to 20 minutes a day. We figured it out. It's called Currents. It's from Google. Look at this. It's just like Facebook. So all team blue information will be here. You can hashtag it, leave comments, like it. So if somebody replies to it, it's just fine. What? So it changes everything from being force-fed emails and to literally just post, hmm. where I can just scroll through and pick what I want to choose, what I want to read. So cool. That. That's cool. It's so cool. It's like game. It's totally game. Videos, gifs. Now you can be funny, right? Like Butch can be like, oh, you know, you never want to reply to Team e- Team Blue. Be like, awesome job, Team. Oh, now God. you can like it. Now you can comment. Now you can question it. Be like, I don't understand that. And be like, well, you're more. Wow, wow, brilliant. We yeah, well, they all get it, but on their own time, mm. in their own space, right? Which is way different than being force-fed an email is or it, a truck driver being like, well, I don't read all the emails. Is it yeah. true that you, Joel, do you have? email viewing and sending windows throughout the day you get an automatic reply from me and if yes it's three a, times it's, a day it's not in that window if it's not in that window i'm not going to reply i don't follow that religiously sure but it gives me the space to say i'm not replying to your email on it ah yeah that's brilliant you know what else i learned from you was also four hour, four hour work week by tim ferris is a phenomenal like, book a lot of people a lot of a lot of uh, teammates that come into dispatch and keel and my email's up all the time. I do not save one email. I delete every email. Keep your emails clean. Keep I can clean. do it right now. You two all should. Yeah, I don't have one email. The cool part, and I have five in here. Uh, I have five because I sent three. I have a couple. But the cool part is when you're done for the day in the little sunshine, I chase that like cocaine. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, I don't have. I, That's I so agree. Cool. I agree. I don't, if you don't do that, work with one of us. We'll get you there. I just I, got. I, I just got Adam Kramer there. Which is funny, we were doing. A, I'm trying to work with the quarterbacks to get their stress way down. So we have four guys that we're calling lean guys or the pioneers, and hopefully, what I teach them, I can teach the other quarterbacks. Sure. Can you show it's them all up? about getting there? Yep, Adam Kramer, Doug Berg, Mark Laufenberg, Chris Lawrence. Thank you guys for signing up for that. It's been great. Cool. I just got done with a Google Meet. It was the second time we met. We went through every one of Kramer's emails. Actually, pretty funny. We got, we got. He had like a bunch of emails. We got through it. We got through them all. And then he had, uh, he just bought property, so he had like five personal emails for the property that he bought. Land, <laughs> and he got a personal email about a wrestling tournament. He's running. He's like, well, maybe this is like not the right time to do this. <laughs> Shout out to Kramer. It was funny. It was good. It was all fine. I do the same thing. It's good. All right, we did Culture Club. We did COVID. Dispatch invoicing. What? How much? What are we at for time? 
Probably five minutes. Five minutes? Dude, we gotta talk sports. We gotta talk sports. We're sports dudes. You wanna do you wanna do BOMA? You wanna do Badgers? You wanna do Bucks? You wanna do Packers? They don't suck, they're just struggling. They suck. They're like like three games out of first. How can you say they suck? I don't even watch them. Oh Yannis is overrated. He is overrated. You're just a hot take skip Bayless. You're such a hot take. Yeah, that is skip Bayless. He is so hot. That Yannis can't do anything in the fourth quarter. Captain Hot Take. Sorry. We get a Hot Take Alert button too. Hot Take Alert. Hot Take it. Hot Take. Hot Take. Hot Take Alert. Yannis already can't do anything in the fourth quarter. Name the five best players in the NBA, Skip. Okay. LeBron, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry. Okay, I got LeBron, Luka, Steph. Give me two seconds. That's two seconds. Give me Joel Embiid, and you could go. Jokic. You take flavor of the week club. Flavor of the week. You take Joel and Beetle Rias. No. Yakit. Jokic. The Joker number five. Joel Beetle Rias. That's a stretch. So you would trade Jokic straight up for Giannis. The same age. Sorry, LeBron, KD. Oh, now you're doing a little. He's hurt all the time. LeBron, KD, Luca, Curry, and Jokic. You're going. So Jokic for Giannis straight up to the same age. I'm yeah. taking Frank Kaminsky. Oh, you're Jokic ridiculous. Unbelievable. Whatever. Unbelievable. Jokic can make free throws. Should we do Bielema? No, that's, that's complicated. Bielema's complicated. That's we both know Brett Bielema. Welcome back to Illinois. Shout out to Brett. Shout out to Brett. Yeah. Where do you want to go? It's your sports. It's your sports guy. Where do you want to go? What are we going to what's Pat gonna do, boys? What are the Pack going to do? Who cares about the draft? Yeah. It's going to do some yeah. guy. Goody is going to go do some guy you never heard of and gonna, complain about they're him. They're going to draft the way the Packers draft. Yes. They're not going to cool. trade their first There's round. There's nothing exciting. For, you guys say, like, Alan right. Robinson. Until the Packers draft some guy you don't care about, and you say, oh, they should have drafted Rodgers. The only thing that yeah, matters gonna is how long Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. They're going to sign him long term. Don't you think they're going to restructure that deal? What are you going to do with Jordan Love? Just try to trade him later? Who cares? Who cares? Dude, Rodgers. Just almost. He almost blew the record I, away from. I Dustin. love listening to Homer. Um, Are we gonna get a dog? That's the question. Are we gonna get one? Homer so he drives me nuts too, but he always does the. He, all right, I'm the Packers. Well, I'm Aaron Rodgers and his agent, and then they do like a back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I love. It's just a big game. You could yeah. save some money if you trade Rodgers. Start drawing love. Gosh, so skippy. Who invited him? I know, always. <laughs> I, makes me want to drink. I, I just yeah. don't, don't want to – I refuse to believe that Aaron Rodgers is the placeholder for a quarterback that has never played and might not be yeah. any good. Are we going to get it done? Like Are we going to get a championship with, with Rodgers? Are you going to get it done? I have a, I have a, a couple no. bets of that, $50 bets that they're going to win another Super Bowl. Are we like the NFC championship, Buffalo Bills? Are we just going to keep going back? Normally, if you go back-to-back NFC championships, you go straight down. Like, you right. go down. You don't keep going up. Yeah, it's annual tradition, Packers. We'll see what moves. I think we have one, two moves away. Tough defense. I think we got some big decisions. You're older than me. Yeah, he's my age. He's a month older than me. One year older. He's very good health. The new NFL will never get touched. Yeah, I think exactly. I think they invest in the defense and. Again, we always invest in the defense. Every first of all, guys, do we have on defense? Defense is good. Make it better. We got Mahomes to beat. You're going to lose Aaron Jones. true. What do you say? That's fine. Dylan's fine. You're going to lose Aaron Jones. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. We got a quarterback. Plug and play. 
I would love for them to see Allen Robinson. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. No, like, what's your wish list? What's your wish list? Richard Sherman, Allen Robinson. Top three wish list. No, top two. He's a huge Jets fan. He's such a... Robert Sala, the 49ers. <laughs> Jets fan? Are you from New York? Is there a mute button? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, okay, Dude, zip it. Why do Richard Sherman? Just because they hate the wisdom? He's not good. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's good. J.J. Watt is dead and old, and if you want him... Oh, that's you're a moron. Everyone knows that. That's universally yeah, known. Yeah. Don't, you're going to say what? You're going to say you want three. what? He be well, the third. Oh. He'll be the third in my top three. He can't. Did you I watch him would, this year? He can't even get off the line. He's dead. He had the, uh, he's he's the number one double team. Oh, really? Oh, he was. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's Ooh, something. I don't know where I saw that. Show that's good. That was pretty good. Now we're going to do facts on the pod. That's good. We don't do facts. We just do opinions. That are not warranted. I know. I, yeah. So, what's your top, top three? three? Let's go. Uh, what do you we have enough time to think about it. Well, I would, I would franchise Aaron Jones at eight million dollars. Okay, so that, that'll be one. We'll just call him one. Since he turned Stupid. down his contract, Dumb. I think that he's elite. I don't elite. Think they have anybody that can replace. It's him. a running back. Anyone that type can. of playmaking. Miles Gaskin. Uh, James beyond Robinson. That, beyond that, on offense, I mean. What can they afford versus wish list? That, I mean, well, money aside. So you can't uh, do a three. Who's the guy from Tennessee? Corey Davis? Yeah. Corey yeah, Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah. So that's that'd two? That would probably be two, and then give me Watt. I love if you look at Okay, you're at three. Okay, Butch, your turn. I would take Allen Robinson. I, I agree. That would be my one. Richard Sherman. I think the wisdom. He's like a Rodgers. He's just smart. Get, what do you want? Kevin like King it. ripping he's around older, out there again? Play more zone with their newbie coordinator. So. Who do you got? He could be a... Uh, you want Kevin King back? No, no, I said, who do you want? Kevin King back? You no, said you're Richard Sherman. Yeah, I know, you, but you said older watched. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm going to. Yep, Sherman, too. Okay. Enough of this. It's not your turn. It's not your, it's not your show. Yeah, get out of here. So I'm going those two. Three. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. It I, it's a really it's tough awesome. one. Got to be a little being yeah. a dynasty guy, I'll, I'll take over it. I'll give you time. Yeah, can, did you mind? Yeah. Being a dynasty yeah. Debbie guy, I know every offensive guy in the NFL. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you know, uh, besides offensive linemen. But so offensively, I would go Allen Robinson, and I would go Will Fuller. We need speed and depth, and that guy can fly like the wind. I mean, that would be fun. MVS, I hope he isn't listening. I could see Will Fuller. He's a different type of wide receiver than. That's what we have. We need a he's different. He's a little team. more Devontae than outside guy, but he'd be good. Yeah, I like that. So that's my two. And then three, please, someday in my lifetime, and I've been blessed with two championships. You know, yeah. <laughs> middle linebacker. Did you see the Buccaneers' middle linebackers yeah. dominate the playoffs and the Super Bowl? All of them. Yeah. I just want a dude. I want a dude. I want dude. I want to do that big and can run. Yeah, but is there anybody oh, out no. there? I'll, I'll go middle linebacker. I don't, I don't, know, any, I don't know any defensive guys, but I don't know. Trade up, trade for one. Yeah. Get a dude. Get a bad mother effer. Bad mother effer. Get a good quote one. Mad mother effer. That's what I want in the middle. Oh. Sometime in my life. All right, we got to wrap it up. Billboard yeah. time. Billboard. Billboard time. You know, you can Once go, again, you, you can have any billboard in the world. We have to say that people first. Butch, you, you butch. can go a million different ways with a billboard. I would put Butch. Just Butch. Butch. Period. Oh, well, butch is first. <laughs> I go Butch. Period. Explain. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I go. <laughs> honestly, I would. I would totally do Freedom. 
I think it's lacking right now. I'm a proponent of that. Is the Braveheart guy behind it? Mel Gibson? Freedom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freedom! <laughs> Is it just, like, loop? No, an American flag, man. Yeah. Come on. Are you still man. an American? I mean, are you still a proud American? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's been forgotten. Yeah, for There's sure. guys like us three that we love fucking the United States. Absolutely. God, yeah. country, right? I mean, what happened to that? So many people hate America. Like, where else do you want to live, dude? Canada, bro? Yeah. No. Europe? We're going to go to Africa? I, I'm, being, I'm tired of being told what to think and what to do. That's what the freedom's about, to live in America, man. Just live your life. Well, Be yeah, happy. Opportunity. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, so that's what I'd put freedom with a big eagle in America. I'm ready to move to South Dakota. This Christy Nome, what she's doing in South Dakota. Mm. Man, I would you know. Good fishing, good hunting. Rebecca Clayfish is going to be a candidate for governor, I think, and please vote for her. I hate fishing and hunting. Sorry, guys, I don't like it. Yeah, drinking. She's she's a lieutenant governor (laughs) under Walker. She's going to be a great candidate. Check her out. I like fishing. For governor, she's going to be governor. Yeah, be our next governor. All right, Walsh. I'm going to go. Or Matt Newman. Matt Newman, if you're watching, and shout out to Matt. Matt Newman, friend of mine, good customer of ours. Newman, Newman Properties, oh. um, solar guy, Tim O'Brien, run for governor, I'll give you money, I'll stamp you. Governor Clayfish, Governor Newman, we need it, because he's here about freedom. You should create a... Why don't you run, Joel? Super PAC. I, uh, God does not, you know, God speaks to you in whispers, and I have no interest in that arena. Politics. Uh, I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and that is actually a problem, right? Like, I don't think, not saying that I'm that guy, but a lot of people just that are really, really good people just don't want to play in that arena. Mm-hmm. And that is just not what I'm called for. I, I'm not. Yeah, I'd, I, rather do, I, I'd rather do more little things impactfully, whether Teresa line, you know, I'd rather do like today better than make something global. Like, I'm not, my, I'm not called to be a social change guy. My ass would have been impeached in the first week. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is, right? Um, Walsh, what do you got? I'm going to go with. My billboard would say, it starts with love. And I, I I, heard, going back to the Packers, I heard Aaron Rodgers say that in an interview. He was on the Pat McAfee podcast or show or whatever. Yeah, I like McAfee. It's I don't like best. DJ Hawk on he, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just, he's Stop. just as good as he was at the Packers. Not very. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to yeah, yeah, find me fifth, and Fifth overall pick. No, and, he's and just crushing ours. Yeah. No, he's going to smoke cigars. Chase the ball, eight-yard game, great. Great tackle, AJ. McAfee's yeah. awesome. Tuesdays yeah, there. Yeah, the I'll go with it starts with love. Just love yourself, your family. Love what you do. Um, Why You are such a loving guy. Why do yeah. you feel so passionately about that it starts with love? I think it starts with love, and I think it starts with love in yourself and the balance that you can find in having... How do you love yourself? Um... Hey, hey. I think it's just deep down inside, like you don't really have any, you know, regrets or you're not second guessing decisions you made or how you talk to people or I, I read something and I, I totally believe that. And I, you know, I do it. We all mm-hmm. do it. Would you ever treat somebody else like you treat yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, get down on yourself. Oh. Be, oh, you're no good. Maybe you're too fat. You shouldn't talk to her holding a few, you know, you're single though guys. Mm-hmm. Hurt yeah. him. Maybe I shouldn't like, no, you would never talk to a friend that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, you look old, you look wrinkly. I mean, whatever it there, is, I'm not good enough. I'm not, uh. The thing about love is there's many styles, there's many, you know, different types of it. I'm more of like a playful person and I like Yeah, you to, are. 
I kind of like to, um, you know, give the guys a little bit of grief now and then. They know it comes from a good place, and I think that's all that matters in, with love. I just heard this from – I mean, I love that. That's both of you guys great. Love you guys yeah. having it on. Love you guys so much. Yeah, it's been fun. You guys are great. Um, you know, I just heard this from John Gordon is um, on Sunday night. I listened to it. You know, it all starts with standards. Any team, any organization, any school, any sports, or Drexel for sure, family. It starts with standards. This is what I expect out of you. This is ex you have to make it very clear, and that's where metrics come in. Metrics are not bad. Money.com is not bad. OTF is not bad. Tracking metrics is not bad because this is their standards. This is where I need you to be at. Manufacturing, why lean process, board footage, what you were doing here. That's standards. That's what we expect you, which goes core values in our mission. And then, but how do you hold people to standards? So it's love and accountability. Mm -hmm. It truly is. But if you have way too much love, mm -hmm. which we're getting better at, but some team members still live that way. Supply happiness. I know Butch is busy. I just did it for him. I'm just trying to help out. I know it's really not my job, but I just grabbed it because I just want to be helpful and I just love, 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 love. Well, you're enabling. You're not fixing any problems. You're not getting better and you're overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. That's too far love. That's, And then if you're just accountable, you're Joel Fleischman, 2012, 28. Where you're just on it, you're just on it, you're just on it. So it has to be, you have to have the, the core value that we added connection. I have to know you, I have to really love you. It starts with love, has to be first. I just talked to Andy Ratton, Meester, our, our price are. Just starting to make an impact after six months. He needed to have a connection with all the salesmen and a lot of the customers to understand our pricing, but actually to know them as humans. Sure. And now he's yeah. like, I'm just starting to make an impact. I said, absolutely, because it started with love. Andy did it the right way. You got to know them. That balance, you can't just come up with new pricing structure and they don't know you. That fine yeah. line, that balance, and that making yourself happy but keeping everybody else happy and doing it, like you said, in an accountable way. And it, it always is, starts with love. It is a... It is a it's like walking a tightrope, it's a fine line, it's a balancing act. And but if you have any new job, new career, if you take this anywhere else, it starts with love and you get yeah. accountability later. Accountability will come. It's yeah. almost natural love at that love point. Love the struggle. You gotta love the struggle. You gotta yeah. love every day and yeah. everything. Fail forward, mm -hmm. fall seven, rise eight. Yep. I got my little munchkins when they play basketball. It's fall seven, rise eight. We do it three times every time. One, two, three Indians. Cool. All right. We're going to wrap it up, guys. Thanks for having you on. We could do this all day. I could do it. Thank yeah. you so Thanks. much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, for, Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. LBJ sucks. Thank you.